Yo, it's Annie and Zenga, and welcome to The Zenga Show, which is brought to you by Wolfm Tech, a new virtual alternative that provides innovative virtual solutions to amplify the skill sets and voices of purpose-driven entrepreneurs, creatives, and organizations worldwide. Their platform empowers people through the connectivity of technology and learning to connect create and build community if you've been looking for something like this well then look no further check them out at wolfemtech.com that's w-o-f-e-m-t-e-c-h.com welcome to episode number six i appreciate you locking in here today i i, I honestly been been itching to get back behind the mic man it's it seems so weird and i've really been thinking about going to two episodes a week instead of just the one a week it, it maybe it's it maybe it's something that will work out well. Maybe it's something that it won't work out well. But uh, we'll have that answer at some point before the end of February, whatever. Whether whether we're going to go to two or we're just going to continue on with the one a week. Uh, let me address this real quick because people have been hitting me up about this for a while. Uh, yes, the Buffalo Bills and the Green Bay Packers will not be in Super Bowl Fifty Five. My prediction was absolutely not correct. <laughs> It was wrong. It was wrong. I thought it was, but uh, it just didn't work out. Both teams played really well, man, uh, during the season and during the playoffs as well, too. So it was exciting, but uh, it just it just didn't come to fruition. Now, I can't speak about the Packers, but what I can say about the Bills is that this is not the end. They are going to be back next year. They're going to be stronger and better. And the only thing I can say about Allen really was... Maybe the stage was a little bit too big. The lights a little bit too bright. Caught him off guard just a little bit. But it's fine, man. You got to go through these uh, situations and these experiences to make you better and to prepare you for that big, big day. But that's that's all I'm going to say because we would be here for days uh, just picking apart everything that went down with those games. Now, I watched the, um, the Wendy Williams movie well it's called wendy williams the movie it's a lifetime movie and you can really tell that it's a lifetime movie but the story of wendy williams is so powerful and this is coming from a guy who is never really too fond of wendy williams never took the time to research and read about her history and her rise to you know the level that she's at now and being able to see this movie really opened my eyes and made me have a newfound love and respect for Wendy Williams. Now, if you've been following Wendy for a long time, then you probably know a lot of the stuff that's in the movie. But for myself, I was shocked, man. I was shocked. And I was just like, wow, you went through a lot. And I feel bad too, because I would always talk shit about Wendy from, from time to time. And it was nothing really so super malicious. It was just like, oh man, she's so fucking like full of herself and blah, blah, blah. But I get it now. I see it. Like you got to have that level of ego and respect and love for yourself to, to be able to get to where she is now. And I'm telling you, if I could just grab a small fraction of her courage, of her love, of her respect, of her vision, of her will, of her drive. Bro, I'm going to be in a different spot in my career in, in a couple of years. And you know what? I drew so many different um, 
uh, similarities between her and I. You know what I mean? Like, because when I look at my when I look at my broadcast career as someone on the radio, a lot of people have put me in the box of being this shock jock, edgy, really outspoken person that doesn't know how to deliver great radio. And for a while now, I've been trying to get away from all that and tried to become more family friendly and wholesome and stuff. And after seeing that movie of Wendy, I'm like, fuck it, man. Fuck it. Because you know what? I don't fit that mold. And that's okay. Either the right opportunity will come my way where I just fit into their mold and I just fit perfectly. Or someone's like, you know what? This kid, he has something here. We just got to let him do his thing and see where we go from here. So uh, again, thank you, Wendy, for putting this out. I really did enjoy it. And I learned a lot. And my eyes are, are open about you. And I have a newfound love and respect for you. And um, I, if you haven't seen the movie, check it out. It Again, I can't stress it enough. It is a lifetime movie. So it has that lifetime look and feel to it. But the story of it is, is a very strong story. And definitely worth checking out. Now to the thing that everyone has been talking about and watching and just hooked on for the past couple weeks. Uh, The GameStop stock has been the hot topic, the hot button around the world, essentially. (laughs) And I think it's a beautiful thing how these guys on a subreddit called Wall Street Bets saw something that the majority of people didn't see or didn't realize or whatever and were able to use it against these hedge fund billionaires. So GameStop, I guess back in 2019, the stock was trading around like 4 or $5. If I remember correctly, about 90 plus percent of the market was shorting that stock, essentially hoping that it was going to go down and that they would make a lot of profit. And, you know, hopefully the end result, the business goes bankrupt and boom, that's the end of GameStop. These guys saw that they started buying shares (laughs) into GameStop and hit Reddit and told everyone, look, this is what's happening right now. If we buy enough shares, if we keep buying and buying and buying These hedge fund companies will lose billions and billions of dollars. And at the same time, we will make a massive profit. It just happened. Everyone was in agreement. And then so the stock out of nowhere saw an unprecedented rise in value. And keep in mind, GameStop ain't do nothing. They they literally just sell video games and and I think a few comic stuff, they really don't innovate. You know, it's it's not it's not a company where every week or every year they're innovating and come up with something new that that has a physical product that is going to change the valuation of the company. It's it's not that. It's a fucking retail store. All right. So it just it doesn't really do anything. So to see this level of rise, like the when I saw it, I think the stock was um like four hundred and sixty-nine dollars before Robinhood pulled the plug on that, which we'll get to in a second. But it is amazing and beautiful to see all these people on the internet come together and say, let's stick it to the man. And that's what they did, man. <laughs> 
they stuck it to the man. And these these hedge fund companies, these billion dollar hedge fund companies started losing billions and billions of dollars. <laughs> I, I really wish I was a fly on the wall in these hedge fund companies once they realize what was transpiring and they're all panicking and freaking out and saying, we just lost a hundred million. We just lost $200 million. We have crossed the threshold of a billion dollars. We're losing money. We need to put a stop to this. How do we stop this? Start closing our positions. People freaking out. <laughs> it's amazing. It really is. And then we get into the whole entire Robin Hood aspect of everything. If you saw and read what transpired with Robin Hood and you sit there and say, no, what they did, it was completely fine. They had no choice. They had to do it. You're just as bad as Robin Hood. Like everyone online, like people from the left, people from the right, people who don't even agree on stuff. AOC, Donald Trump Jr., Ted Cruz, Dave Portnoy. Everyone's agreeing that what Robin Hood did was market manipulation, point blank period. And I'm in, in agreement. People got to go to jail. You can't do that. You can't stop people from buying to protect your billionaire friends from getting killed, from not realizing that they left themselves open for this type of thing to happen. And they're all crying and billionaires are saying that, oh, this is an attack on the wealthy. <laughs> it's funny when when someone starts to uh, attack you you put your back up against the wall and you're so like woe is me woe is me but when you're doing the attacking it's completely fine <laughs> yo what <laughs> so it's it's super interesting to see what's going to happen with everything first and foremost robin hood needs to go out of business secondly Robinhood CEO needs to go to jail and a few other people need to go to jail as well too. There's a great TikTok video that I, I stumbled across and I thought it really summed up everything that people are doing on Reddit and why they're doing it. Check it out. It's not about the money. It's about sending a message. I don't care if I lose $200. I would pay $10,000 to see these idiots on the streets. It's about holding the line until these hedge funds are fucking bankrupt. Until these guys who laughed and got away with and got bailed out by by us after ruining the economy in 2007 after abusing and manipulating the system to make billions for years seeing them on the streets crying because their whole fucking career has been ruined by the people that they used to spit on make them squeal i agree with that guy 100 man i don't know who he is or what state he's from or whatever but i agree with him so uh, you know we're gonna see how this one plays out over the next uh you know couple weeks maybe even couple months Will GameStop reach the $1,000 mark? Maybe. And if it does, there's a lot of people who are going to have some serious life-changing money. Actually, just the last thing on this, I was reading how like one guy uh, who I guess he was a part of the people who like, kicked this all off, he invested about $50,000 into this. And at one point, he was down $30,000. And of late, I heard that he, his uh, portfolio is upwards of $22 million. And this comes after he has already closed out some of his positions, still having $22 million of GameStop stock. <laughs> it's, that is so crazy and a beautiful thing. And again, I, just like everyone else, 
I'm locked in. I'm glued in. And I can't wait to see what comes of this in the coming weeks and months. Man, I've seen the most funniest thing I've saw in a very long time on the internet. Apparently, there is this TikTok trend going around where people are putting erection cream on their lips to give them that, you know, big, voluptuous, plumped up, juicy lips. <laughs> and for obvious reasons, but like you don't do that. It's not meant for your lips. It's meant for your dick. <laughs> By the way, I didn't even know that erection cream was a thing. And I'm now I'm wondering, is it something you can buy over the counter or do you have to have a prescription for it? Like Viagra, because I believe Viagra, you need a prescription for it. You can't just walk in and just pull some Viagra off the counter. I don't believe so. <laughs> it's nuts, man. Like doctors are saying this is utterly ridiculous and it is super dangerous. It could cause heart problems. It could cause uh, sores and blisters and just a whole bunch of problems. But yet people are doing this. This is the Tide Pod Challenge 2.0. <laughs> Every time I look at these type of trends that pop up on social media, I always say, look, man, this is god's natural selection <laughs> it's like it's that time again the other population is getting a little bit too big let's dwindle it down <laughs> i tell you man like what <laughs> how stupid do you have to be to think you know what <laughs> i know my lips are small but I think this erection cream, if I put it on there, it will give me nice plump lips like Kylie Jenner and guys will like me even better or girls will like me even better. I don't know a single person that wants to kiss someone who puts erection cream on their lips, bro. Like that's, that's pretty crazy. Oh, and you'll definitely hear people say, oh, you know, society puts on these unattainable beauty standards. Sure. Society does that. Sure. But you don't have to follow it. If you born with thin lips, you born with thin lips, baby. Just love and enjoy your lips. And if you don't, just go see a doctor like most people do. And they'll give you some, you know, is it collagen? I don't know what they put in your lips. Give you some lip filler to make your lips bigger. Don't put erection cream on your lips. Come on now. it's That's nuts. Oh, my goodness. And you know what? To all you doctors, I love you doctors so much. I love when these type of trends happen and then you as smart, very smart people have to come out and say, hey, listen, don't do this. This is very dangerous. Can y'all stop doing that and getting in the way of God's natural selection? Just just stop. OK, <laughs> people will figure out the hard way or they'll use their brain. <laughs> And for anyone who's listening to this right now and you're thinking about putting erection cream on your lips or you have done that, uh, don't do it. Don't do it anymore. Go see a doctor if you want your lips to be bigger because you're listening to this show and I would like you to be around so you can continue listening to this show. Oh, come on now. <laughs> erection cream on the lips. <laughs> oh, goodness. Oh man, uh, I think we all needed that. <laughs> we definitely did. All right, look, the last thing we're getting to today. <laughs> I can't stop laughing about it. Oh, listen, uh, one more thing about the erection cream stuff. 
if you have like a niece or nephew or you have little kids in your life, young, young adults in your life, sit down with them and say, listen, what you see on social media, TikTok, Facebook, Instagram, 99.9999999999% of the time, it is not factual, not true. All right. So just keep that in mind when you're looking at things and make sure that they are skeptical about what they see. I think that's one thing that the new generation is really missing is being very skeptical about what they see online. A lot of people see it they're like, oh, that must be real. That must be true. That's not the case. Be very skeptical about everything you see online because, you know, people are either trying to get your attention or sell you a product or trying to get you to harm yourself. That's it about. Let's move on from that. All right. But the last thing is, uh, it, it was actually recommended to me uh, by a listener, uh, Kelly. So, what's up, Kelly? How are things? Hopefully, everything's good. You you reach out to me on uh, on social media, and uh, you can do the same thing. If you ever have anything that you want me to like, just dive into whatever. Uh, just reach out to me, and <laughs> we'll go into it. Now, what Kelly sent me was about the uh, Olympics, the Tokyo Olympics. CBC wrote an article about um, the coronavirus vaccine and the Olympics. And what they posted on Twitter was this question saying, do you think athletes should be given priority access to coronavirus vaccines? Now, my short answer is no, absolutely not. There are more important people in this world who need those vaccines more than some athletes so that they can go over to Tokyo and compete in the Olympics. I can't even believe that the Olympics are still a topic right now. You would definitely think they'd put on the back burner, say, Hey, look, there's bigger fish to fry right now. I know that Tokyo and Japan put a lot of money into these, uh, Olympic games, but you know, when thousands and thousands and thousands of people are dying. I think that takes precedent. And now we're every, every country is trying to get the vaccine rolled out to all their, their people, especially the people who are at high risk. Like the, the Olympics should be the last thing on our mind right now. Why not just move it to, uh, what is it? 2022. I think it is. I don't know. Whenever the next Olympic is, I think Beijing's hosting it and then bump Beijing, um, to the next one. I think that's that's a better solution. But when we talk about this this vaccine stuff and and athletes being given priority access, and this is where it really stemmed from uh, a very prominent member of the International Olympic Committee by the name of Dick Pound, which I've had too many dick jokes today and just laughs around dicks. So we're not even going to touch it. But he says, in order to safeguard the Tokyo Olympics, athletes must be given priority access to the coronavirus vaccine. Obviously not, man. And the beautiful thing that I love seeing is that there are a lot of athletes coming out on social media saying, hey, look, we don't need priority access to this vaccine. There are people in our countries, our communities who need this more than we need to do this, than we need the, the vaccine right now. And that's true. And I'm, I really do hope and pray that countries keep this stance of being like, no, the Olympics are not that important. We need to make sure we take care of the most vulnerable in our communities. And then once we've done that, we roll it out so that everyone in the country who wants a vaccine can get a vaccine. So that's what I'm hoping for. And let me know, man, what's your thought on this? Should athletes be given priority access to the coronavirus vaccine or no? 
You can reach out to me on social media at Zanger Radio. That's Z-E-N-G-A Radio. Send me a DM and let me know your thoughts on that. All right. And that is it for episode number six. Thank you so much for kicking it with me. I really do appreciate it. Uh, the Zenga show is brought to you by Wolf M Tech. You can check them out at wolfmtech.com. That's W-O-F-E-M-T-E-C-H.com. Look, episode number seven, we will be having our first guest of the year. I'm super excited to have this person on. It's been a while since we have caught up and talked and so I'm excited to have this conversation, you know, see if some fond memories get brought up or maybe some not so fond memories get brought up. But either way, episode number seven, we will have our first guest of the year on the Zenga show. And until then, tell someone you love them, take care of one another and peace and love, baby. The Zenga show.